Let's fly down the five. Destination, Pachunga Arena. Everything San Diego goals. And the American Hockey League, right now on Goals Report. Welcome to another episode of Gulls Report here on Duckstream. I am Alexis Downey here today and happy to welcome on President of Business Operations for the San Diego Gulls, Matt Savant. Matt, great to have you join us. How is your week going? It's great. Thanks for having me. I'm really happy to be on here. I was, as I mentioned earlier, I'm really uh, excited with what's going on with all these duck streams and all these uh, opportunities for fans, even like me, that works for the team to check out what's going on. So um, things are good. It's uh, It's been a good week. I just got back from the AHL All-Star, which was in Laval, which is just outside of Montreal. And we got to see uh, our own Lukash Dostal win the AHL All-Star MVP. So we're very proud of him. So it was a good trip. Well, let's go back a little bit with some of your background. I mean, you've worked with the Ducks here in Anaheim, and now you're with the Gulls, obviously. Um, spending over 10 years with the Ducks in fan development and then marketing and brand management, what sort of skills did you build up when you were in that role? Yeah, it was a really interesting time. Um, I started my career in 2003 with the Mighty Ducks. So mm -hmm. I was uh, way back when, when we used to uh, proudly carry the Mighty moniker. And, um, you know, the, the team was much smaller back then. And um, we all had to wear a lot of hats. And um, I learned a lot from a, just a pure marketing standpoint, was able to kind of get an understanding of how to market a professional hockey team and and what it takes to actually engage fans. And uh, fan development hadn't been kind of brought forward yet. So it was real traditional marketing. And then the Samuelis purchased the team in 2005. And that's where I was able to uh, take the lead in the fan development department. And that was a really great experience because it was it was grassroots marketing kind mm -hmm. of at its core. We were really engaged with uh, local rinks, uh, ice hockey, roller hockey, development of that, learn to play programs. And we launched uh, the Anaheim Ducks SCORE program, mm -hmm. which is a school program that's still around today and uh, was impacting tens of thousands of kids uh, every year through a reading program. And uh, we would uh, donate school supplies. Uh, we taught street hockey in the schools, uh, which then fed into our learn to play which fed into the development of our youth hockey programming. So uh, that was really fun and really uh, kind of an exciting time for our organization because we were we were really on the upswing on the ice. And, um, you know, we had amazing players like Getzloff and Perry and Solani and Pronger and Niedemeyer. And, and to be kind of part of that exciting development on the ice, mm -hmm. we were doing the exact same thing off the ice. We were engaging with the Anaheim community and the Orange County community. And uh, I was really proud what we were doing. And, you know, uh, along with that, the team won a Stanley Cup in 2007. So that really ignited the Orange County fan base even further. So um, it's been a fun ride. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of all that we've accomplished. And, and I'm really proud of where those programs are even today. How special is it for you to see how much the sport of hockey has grown in Southern California over the years too. Yeah, it's amazing because, uh, you know, I, I really credit Wayne Gretzky with uh, kind of uh, placing Southern California hockey on the map. Um, he really kind of, uh, you know, gave everyone out here some legitimacy. And um, uh, back then it was, you know, the Kings, but it was a it was a real team to follow. And then all of a sudden the Mighty Ducks shows up, show up in 1993 
And so, you know, there was legitimacy through Gretzky. And then when we won the first cup in California, which I'm very proud of, um, in 2007, it, it furthered the, the legitimacy of the sport out on the West Coast. So we're now seeing players uh, that have come through the score program and then the high school hockey program mm -hmm. that the Anaheim Ducks have launched. Um, they're now being drafted in the first, second round of the NHL. Um, that's something that, you know, we should all be very proud of that we're, we're really creating and cultivating um, legitimate hockey players and a legitimate hockey culture out here. And uh, I put I give a lot of credit to to Gretzky first, but the Samuelis for having the vision to understand what it takes uh, kind of financially and the thought process and the resources um, from an employee standpoint to really build the game properly from a grassroots level. So uh, it's been a great ride and it's something that I'm proud of and I'm something that, um, you know, Southern California is now really on the map for pro hockey, junior hockey, and that's pretty cool. And you joined the Gulls organization back in 2016, and you've been a part of implementing hockey back into San Diego. What were some of the areas of emphasis when you were helping to build that back up? Yeah, so the Gulls uh, came with the West Coast expansion of the American Hockey League in 2015. And uh, San Diego was chosen for a few reasons, one of which was its proximity to Anaheim. Um, the five freeway is an easy drive for our players to get up and down when needed. Uh, but also there's been a really real rich history of hockey here in San Diego. The San Diego Gulls name and brand have been around since 1966. And if you've been down to the Pechanga Arena where the goals play, um, that's the same arena that the original goals played in in 1966. So it, oh, wow. there's a lot of history. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of uh, memories for our fans. But there is a really solid core group of hockey people and hockey fans here in San Diego. So the choice to come to San Diego was twofold, close to Anaheim, but also because there's already a built-in fan base and a, a built-in history. So when we showed up, one of my first tasks to this team was to re-engage in the community. Let's make sure that we go back out and find those heartstrings of the fans that have been here for 30, 40, 50 years and reconnect with them. And it wasn't just from a ticket sales standpoint, but it was how do we grow the community of hockey? So we started a lot of the fan development initiatives through street hockey, local rinks, learn to plays. Uh, but also using our foundation, the Anaheim Ducks and the San Diego Goals Foundation, to infuse dollars back into the charities of San Diego through the San Diego Goals. So mm -hmm. uh, really just connecting with the people and, um, you know, the hockey part takes care of itself. We have had such great teams here in San Diego. We've made the playoffs almost every year we've been down here. And um, so the fans are there for the hockey. But. We want to make sure that we're being respectful of the history and all of the people that are huge fans in San Diego. You talk about those fans that have been in San Diego. I know the Gulls have one of the higher attendance records in the American Hockey League. How have they really embraced the Gulls as a team and as a part of the community in San Diego? Yeah, it's it's funny because, you know, you walk around the concourse during our games and you see these jerseys from the 90s or even before the 60s and the 70s. And these fans are so proud of their connection to this team. They wear these jerseys that are 
50 years old, like a badge <laughs> of honor. And they talk about how they came here with their mother, father, uh, grandma, grandpa, and it's part of their family. It's part of their history. So th that's already built in. And what we try to do is just kind of engage with them to a nod to the history, but also talk about what's going on with this current team and mm -hmm. how this team is connected to the NHL, how it's connected to the, the Anaheim Ducks and how these players that you're watching today, which are amazingly skilled, but they're just not quite uh, old enough to go to the NHL. So these are these are the stars of tomorrow for the Ducks that they're seeing and explaining that connection and explaining that, you know, John Gibson and, you know, guys that have come through here, Nick Ritchie and Montour and Theodore, these are all first round draft picks that came through San Diego first. And then you get to see them before they're kind of the superstars and HLers that we know today. And the organization has had a lot of initiatives this season in particular. And I know one of those recently was the women in sports night that was held. Uh, what was that night like for the group there? Yeah, it was it was a source of pride. We have, um, you know, a, a lot of females in our office and in our organization and Jillian Samueli is uh, absolutely at the uh, at the head of that list. And it's something that we focus on to make sure that it's not just, you know, a, a certain demographic that are in charge of decisions. Mm -hmm. So for the women in sports night, it was more of a celebration of what we as an organization are doing and continuing to focus on. And it's something I'm proud of as a, as a father of two daughters and um, kind of having seen it through their eyes and what they want to do with their future when they get out of school. And, um, you know, it, it's it's a source of pride for our organization, but for me as a person, too, that we were able to do the Women in Sports Night, and I was following along. The Anaheim Ducks did one as well, and it was tre tremendously successful. So I'm glad that uh, the entire organization embraced that concept. What are some other initiatives that the team has taken part in this season? Yeah, so every year we try to uh, come up with a couple of unique theme nights. And in the American Hockey League, um, the focus really is entertainment, creativity. You can push the envelope a little bit uh, with the on-ice uh, games and activities. So every year we'll come up with a few theme nights that are a little bit out of the norm. So this year um, we created a disco night, which we just had a few uh, weeks ago. And I love those really, Weren't they beautiful? <laughs> they were awesome. Yeah, I love the uniforms. Yeah, they were awesome. So we have those jerseys designed in-house. And what's cool about the American League is you're able to utilize the designs for the theme night for the entire game. Mm. And then we take the jerseys and we uh, the guys take them off all sweaty and stinky. They sign them and we auction them off. Um, but the disco night was a really creative, fun way. We had a disco band out in the parking lot. We had a tailgate where people were dancing. Um, and then inside, we we wore the jerseys. We sold uh, disco-themed merchandise, hats and T-shirts. And we gave away a, a beach towel because we are still in San Diego after all. So, <laughs> um, But that was just kind of a fun way to engage our, our demographic and our, and our history here. There's a lot of fans that were around when they were, uh, you know, having the groovy 70s. And uh, they really enjoyed the night. Um, and then we've also done uh, this year, we did a Mexican Heritage Night. And this is the first time we've ever um, engaged specifically in Mexican heritage. But uh, we're so close to the Mexican uh, border that, um, you know, our fan base naturally has ties to Mexico and Mexican mm -hmm. heritage. So, you know, it was really interesting. We wanted to make sure that we were respectful of the process. So when this idea came up, the first thing we did was we reached out to the Mexican consulate oh, and we okay. went and had a meeting with them and we said, hey, how do we do this properly? 
How do we do this without being disrespectful or corny or fake or disingenuous? So we had several meetings with them to understand how do we celebrate your culture properly? And um, we were able to use those answers to bring to life a really cool, a really creative, a really unique theme night uh, that had a, a tailgate outside. We had mariachi bands out there. Um, you know, we had uh, food that was authentic to Mexico out in the tailgate. Uh, we sold um, a hat that uh, had the same colors as the Mexican flag. And uh, those sold really well. And, and you know, so it's just going through the night, being thoughtful and mindful that, uh, you know, San Diego culture is part of Mexico mm -hmm. and part of Mexican culture. And um, we, we brought that to life as much as we could on the ice. It was a huge hit. So obviously something we'll look to do again in the future. And I know this weekend, the seventh annual Pink in the Rink game is going to be taking place. How proud are you to have been able to continually take a part in that each year? Yeah, the Pink in the Rink game is something we've done every single year since we've been here in San Diego, and it's an AHL staple. Um, some teams actually even paint their ice pink before the game, mm. and the guys play on the pink ice. Um, <laughs> but we embrace it through uh, – we design our own pink jerseys, and this year we designed it after our third jersey, which is a throwback to the old-school 60s, 70s, where the, the goal's name is spelled out across the chest. So mm. we use that in our Pink in the Rink jersey and spelled that out across, so the guys will wear those this um, this weekend. And then uh, from there, each guy will take off the jersey and will, uh, like I said, they'll sign it. We'll auction it off. And the cool thing about Pink in the Rink is all of the funds raised go through our foundation into charities that support women cancers. Mm -hmm. So um, that's that's something that is impacting everybody, whether you uh, know it or not. Cancer is impacting our lives and it's impacting people we love. And, um, you know, the focus on women's health is something that is tremendously important and something that I think we need to all realize that um, there's there's general care, but there's also female care in in the medical world is something that's really important and sometimes uh, doesn't give is isn't given as much time or as much effort as it needs to be. And so I'm really proud that we're able to put all of our funds into uh, support of women's charities specific for cancer research. Now, with it currently being Black History Month, I understand the team just recently installed a new Willie O'Ree suite in honor of him. <laughs> and the team has had a long relationship dating back many years with him. But how awesome was that to see come to life? It was awesome. So you've done your research. We just announced our <laughs> Willie O'Ree suite. Uh, good work. Like I think maybe one game ago. Yep. So you're, you're on the cutting edge here. I like it. Um, but Willie O'Ree is uh, an amazing human being and um, he's a real close friend to our organization. Uh, he lives here in San Diego. He lives in La Mesa. Uh, he's a season ticket holder. He's at every single one of our games. And we position the suite right behind where he sits. I so was wondering fans, if it was going to be near where he sits. <laughs> yeah. So fans are able to go and get their photo with him in front of the suite. Um, and we have one number retired here in San Diego. And it's Willie O'Ree, number 20, which is the number he wore when he played here in the 70s and 60s. And, um, you know, it's a real source of pride. Um, but, you know, he did a lot in hockey, mm -hmm. but he's done so much here in San Diego. He's so engaged and he's around. He's at every event we ask. 
he's asking me if he can get engaged and come and play at the mm-hmm. golf tournament and see everybody and come to our events. And just in the beginning, so we, we had um, some new employees at our front office and I was chatting with him one night and he volunteered to come and just sit with the staff during our staff meeting and tell stories and talk about his time here and talk about what's happened in San Diego over his years. And he's just such a gracious man. So, uh, we celebrate Willie every month of the year, not Mm. just February, (laughs) because, uh, (laughs) he's kind of part of the fabric of, of who we are as an organization. That's so awesome. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you already mentioned it, but you just came back from Laval with the AHL all-star classic Luke Ostostal being the representative for the Gauls while he was there and named co-MVP. Really awesome to see that for him. But in what ways has he grown with the organization over the last couple seasons? Yeah, so Dostal is um, our all-star goaltender and uh, he's a third round draft pick and he you know, I, I get to watch him behind the scenes, you know, you know, you get to see him at the all-star game and he looks terrific and he's a solid goaltender. His positioning is good, but I get to see him, uh, on the off days and he is such a professional and he's so respectful to the game of hockey and he cares about every little detail. And and that's what makes him such a terrific professional. And I, I get to see him interact with the, the the training staff, the coaching staff, and his other players. He's a real quiet leader, uh, and he is a fierce, fierce competitor. Um, does not like losing, and I, I love that. And mm-hmm. and so his preparation is that of other goaltenders that I have seen over my years up in Anaheim, and his approach is very similar. So. Um, I like him. I see a bright future for him, um, but he's he's been a real joy to have here in San Diego. When you look ahead to the rest of the season, what are some things that you're looking forward to within the organization? So we, um, you know, we got a couple months left here, um, and we start to look at from a business standpoint, um, how do we engage our fans to kind of communicate what's coming up? Mm-hmm. Um, as we all know. Um, you know, there's been there's been some some tough seasons um, in Anaheim and in, in San Diego recently. But with that comes great draft picks and great prospects. Mm-hmm. And we're getting to the point where these prospects that are drafted two, three, four years ago are now coming to reality. And we're getting to see what they're going to bring to the table. So we're excited to communicate um, what we anticipate the team to look like in future years just based on draft picks from Mm -hmm. um, our recent drafts, both in Anaheim and in San Diego. You know, some guys come through here for a short time. Some guys spend a year here, uh, but we have some terrific talent coming. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited to share with our fans um, some of the real quality hockey players that are coming through and what they can expect to see next year and beyond. And then also I'm excited about, um, you know, some of the theme nights we have coming up. We Every year we do a um, Star Wars night, which is uh, one of our big hits and, mm-hmm. and our fans love it. They come dressed up and that's next week. We have Pink in the Rink tomorrow. Uh, we have a St. Patrick's Day game coming up. Um, at the end of the year, we have a um, our fan appreciation night um, is uh, the Lukash Dostal um, um bobblehead and it's actually i'll give you a little sneak peek i don't know if we're going to use this on video but here it is <laughs> let's see it oh so, wow here it is. that looks awesome 
I think and I so need one of those. <laughs> yes. What this is celebrating, um, if you recall last yes. year when we were yes, <laughs> when we were in uh, Colorado, That's not awesome. only did Dostal make uh, 50 saves in one game in which we won, he also scored a goal. Mm-hmm. And so we uh, were commemorating that great event with our bobblehead, which will be given away um, in our last game of the year, um, April 8th. And, um, so anyway, I'm looking forward to that as well. <laughs> That's awesome. We actually had Lukash on Gulls report a number of weeks ago, and I asked him about the goalie goal and asked him, yeah. you know, is that something you ever wanted to achieve in your career? And he actually said that it was something he was kind of looking at hoping to achieve one day. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if you were watching the American league, uh, all-star game this last weekend. Well, they were playing a three on three and the other team pulled their goalie and he went for another one, but he oh, went wide. He? <laughs> yeah. That's so yeah. awesome. All yeah. right. Matt Savant, thank you so much for joining us today on Gulls Report. I'm excited to see how the rest of the season plays out for the San Diego Gulls. And I need to make sure to get down to a game soon. Please do. We'd love to have you. And thanks for having me on and great work. Keep up the great work. I love listening so I can keep up on what's going on in the team and the organization beyond what I already know. So thanks for everything. Thank you. This is an Anaheim Ducks original production on Duck Stream.